Welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick a topic and draft our top choices. Fans vote to determine the winners. Follow the podcast on Instagram at life's underscore a underscore draft. You can also search for Life's a Draft's Facebook page to vote after each episode. After the draft, we play a game called Close for the Win. Before we get drafted, let me introduce who is with me here tonight. Coming off a weekend filled with Nelly and a Phillies game, J-Cat, how was your weekend? Weekend was absolutely phenomenal, except for the fact that I roasted like a hippo on the plains of the Serengeti. Didn't bring the kids to any one of those functions, so that was cool. But Nelly put on an unbelievable show. The Phillies, however, did not. Pool hopping until the heat takes a break. Starting back to school prep and beginning fantasy football research. Shine is here. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Played a couple rounds of golf, binged some TV shows, and still cleaning up from his daughter's 10th birthday party. Birdo is here. It was a rager, man. 10-year-old girls screaming, nerf gun, dart gun fights, battles, makeup, oh. singing. It was it was a lot, man. <laughs> you still look like you got a little PTSD there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> What was that, man? <laughs> I was there for part of that. It, it was loud. I am your host, Eric. This episode is going to be a little different. A few nights ago, we recorded an episode where we drafted the best 80 songs. But after we were done, we realized the episode was not recording. So due to a technical error, we're going to try and rehash the picks the best we can without two of our usual drafters. Catman was here but was unable to record tonight. And Bomar was here along with his wife, Amanda, she was also drafting with him. So before we get to the teams, let me wrap up the last episode. But first, don't forget, you can now get Life's a Draft merchandise on tpublic.com. Search Life's a Draft. You can get all sorts of items, including tees, hoodies, mugs, and stickers. Check for the link on our Facebook page and at the bottom of the voting page. TeePublic always runs sales, so wait for a sale to save some money. Help support the podcast and get some Life's a Draft swag today. That being said, here are the results of the Sports Mount Rushmore Draft. In sixth place, his usual pedestal comments included multi-sport pros, Tom Brady, and Giannis is a different species. Catman's team, all I do is win 8.1% of the votes. That, that name's kind of ironic. Mm-hmm. And I love that yeah. song. Yeah, he was. Uh, he didn't have much to say about well, his sixth place finish. He's, I guess he's used to it by now. You well, maybe all he does is win the first pick of the next draft. Uh, you guess he's used to it? He has no choice. <laughs> I just felt like he drafted his nemesis and then still came in last. Yeah, it's, that's, that's got like a hurt. double whammy. It's got to yeah. stay. I actually thought about that, too. <laughs> we had a tie for fifth place with 12.9% of the votes. We have Birdo's team, the great ones, and Bomar's team, Bono's athletes. Comments for Birdo's team include, I mean, these are all legends. Bonds is a cheater who has a pumpkin head. So many better picks. Bo Jackson was good, but not great. Could have been if he didn't get hurt, but can't be what ifs. Allen Iverson, we talking about practice? Practice? Probably would have been my vote if they would have picked someone else. Plus, you can't pick Tyson before. Plus, you can't pick Tyson before Ali, idiot. And because Shine hates LeBron, Birdo's team was fifth place. Birdo, I th- thought you had a pretty solid team. I, I would not have expected a fifth grade, fifth place finish for Wayne Gretzky alone, honestly. Wait, who was your fifth pick? Barry Sanders? Fourth, fourth pick? pick was Barry Sanders and Jack Nicholas, which people just don't get. But yeah, that Wayne Gretzky pick really like just like a fork, like right in my back. 
Oh, dude, I wanted him too, but uh, I, I thought clearly... for sure I could grab him like pretty late, you knowing this group. He's a pro star. He's the I'll... only hockey player worth picking. And Bomar's team, Bomar's comments included every team is stacked, but there's one in each I would swap out, except this team. And Niners surfing and a candy bar can't go wrong. So we had a tiebreaker for, between Bo and Birdo. And Birdo won. How many closest for the win? How many dimples are on a golf ball? And the correct answer was 336, about 336 dimples on a golf ball. So Birdo will be drafting second in tonight's draft. In third place, with 16.1% of the votes, comments include, not a basketball fan. Mike Tyson brought it home. He in no way would be on the, the Mount Rushmore, but it's Iron Mike. Dude pe beats people up on airplanes. So, again, this guy picked your team, not because your team, but because Mike Tyson beat someone up on an airplane. That's, that's why they picked your team. Well, somebody picked Bobby's team because I hate LeBron James. <laughs> True. I'm just saying. You we can't, just, we, got, we, like, we got to stop thinking that we can make sense of the voters. It's just not. Not going to happen. Also, feeling like it had the most top at their sport slash position. Was torn between that one and the Mamba one. Not picking any group with a chick, LeBron, or a surfer in it. Shine's team, the other Mikes, was third place. I was pretty good with, with that, I guess. Shine, I think I think your team was good, too. The Ricky Henderson, obviously, was a personal pick. If you had anybody else, it could easily a top to your team. Like I said, I started with Tiger. I thought I was going to get Gretzky, and I was going to come back and get Phelps. And I thought having Phelps, Gretzky, and Tiger was going to be a pretty staunch trio. If Jason had a swimmer, a golfer, and a boxer, like well, I wouldn't have picked Tyson at that if that happened that way. Or swimmer, golfer, boxer, and hockey player as sports Mount Rushmore. I probably would have went with Montana just to finish it with the fourth. In second place with 22.6% of the votes, comments included, all good, but this is the most relatable for me. Being the backwards hat fat kid playing baseball, the fat young adult trying to be Kobe and Iverson, and the fat adult screaming Omaha at my TV knowing darn good and well, I have no ability to be a quarterback in any football league on earth or any planet. And all teams are solid. This team, each player has a killer instinct. J-Cat's team, Mamba of Omaha, second place. I think the I think the, obviously I think the Allen Iverson pick um, hurt me, and I think that's because people don't know about his high school career. So I just I think that probably hurt me, but I stand by that pick because pound for pound, that dude was tough as nails, man. So yeah, your team was solid for sure. It was my favorite outside of my own. My man, John. And in first place, twenty-seven point four percent of the votes. My team, the Stat Stuffers. Comments include, I honestly don't think the others are close. You arguably have the best players at their given sports. Jordan, number one. Serena, number one. And goats of each one of their respective sports. And Bonds was a beast even before the roids. Berto dis expressed his displeasure. Said I had the worst winning team of all time. It has the worst team that's ever won. No team I've ever felt was like completely unworthy of winning. And that's the one of them. So before we get to this week's draft, here is who we should have drafted. Rod Brindamore, Lionel Messi, Hank Aaron, Roger Federer, Muhammad Ali, Nolan Ryan, Pele, Ovechkin is overtaking Gretzky, Ted Williams, Simone Biles, Kareem, Walter Payton, Free Pete Rose, Sugar Ray Leonard, Ty Cobb, Lawrence Taylor, Wilt Chamberlain, Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, Ed Reed, Bernard the Executioner Hopkins, he boxed into his 50s, 
Bill Lambeer, Steph Curry, Brian Shaw, four-time world's strongest man, Jim Thorpe, Magic Johnson, Sean White, Mike Stewart, bodyboarding legend, Mark Messier, Randy Johnson, Tim Duncan, Aaron Rodgers, Ray Lewis, Shaquille O'Neal, Tony Gwynn, Mickey Mantle, Mike Schmidt, Greg Maddox, Joe Montana, and Steve Young. Tony Hawk, Rafael Nadal, Roberto Clemente, Gordie Howe. And if we're going to use the ring argument, then let's talk about Bill Russell or Robert Ory. Arnold Palmer, Jimmy Johnson, Lance Armstrong, Joe Biden, Christy Yamaguchi, Emmett Smith, A-Rod, and Kerry Walsh Jennings. And I have a few more longer comments. The next one's from a female voter. Her picks were Simone Biles, Missy Franklin, Katie Ledecky, Megan Rapino, Abby Wambach, Mia Hamm, Sue Bird, Diana Taurasi, Marta, Brittany Griner, <laughs> Maya Moore, any of the Fierce Five or Magnificent, any of the Fierce Five or Magnificent Seven, Flojo, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, Lisa Fernandez, Jenny Finch, Steffi Graf, Martina Navratilova, Billie Jean King, and Candace Miller. Two more. Uh, Cal Ripken, he holds the key to Baltimore and my heart. Larry Bird, the real greatest shooter of all time. Sit down, Steph. Stone Cold Steve Austin, shut your damn mouth. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, a.k.a. the Blonde Bomber. Elena Deladon, Team Blue Hen represent. And last but not least, who we should have drafted from none other than Diltz himself. He said we should have drafted Laird Hamilton. He said screw titles and pioneered big wave surfing. Miguel Cabrera, Steve Eiserman, and Calvin Johnson. Tom Harmon, Kai Lenny, although he's a sellout with Zuckerberg. Andre the Giant for his drinking stats. And Gaius Apeliz Diocles, the highest paid athlete of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Doing some research, I was like, who is this clown? So I looked him up, and he's a Roman chariot racer. And at his time of, at his time of retirement of 42, his career earnings were almost 36 million sesterces, which I guess was the <laughs> currency back then. Convert that today, his net worth would be about 15 billion. So I guess he would be the highest paid athlete of all time. So that's who we should have drafted. So this week's draft... As you mentioned earlier, is the best 80s songs. Uh, we had so many songs to choose from, and I we are not going to mention our honorable mentions later because I think we can do a whole second episode with all the songs out there. So we are going to say the picks in draft order. Um, we will talk about Catman's and Team Mars picks as well. So here we go. So with the number one pick in the 80s songs draft, Catman chose... The power of love is a curious thing. Make one man weep, make another man sing. Change a hawk to a little white dove. More than a feeling, that's the power of love. Uh, by Huey uh, Lewis and the News, uh, baby. Unbelievable song. You all know it from Back to the Future, my personal favorite movie. I always turn that song up. Love that song. It's a great song. I mean, you jam to it all the time. Anytime it comes on, like you said, I'm just, you know, nodding my head and rocking. So that like third chorus when it hits, it's like, don't need money. Don't need, don't need Like it's like he gets like, it like builds to the ends. It's, it's sweet. It's a great song. We were all a little in shock that that was the first pick. Yeah. Because it leaves, <laughs> it leaves, Bert, it left Birdo with a monster. So without further ado, Birdo, what was your first pick? Well, I can't believe it was available to me at two, but I had to go with, what I thought was a no-brainer, 
wasn't really a hit at first, but the song from 1981, Journeys Don't Stop Believing. Uh, about two people leaving their past behind and boarding a midnight train going, where, J-Cat? Anywhere. And if you don't do this with your hands, you'll up, down, up, down. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently strangers waiting up and down the boulevard is about Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood where dreams are made or crushed. And uh, I didn't say this in the original pod, but... You can't tell me when you hear this part of the song, you don't sing along where it says, hold on to that feeling, street lights, people. people. <laughs> like you, you have to. Like, you can't not do it. So, And you kind of lean back like Matrix style a little bit and just belt it out as loud as you can. It's the best, man. Journey don't Plus, plus uh, Sopranos finale. True. All right. And with the third pick in the 80s draft, Team Mar, so Bo and Amanda Mar, they picked a huge, huge hit. The second most played 80s song she could think of. Cover bands, weddings, movies, even at sporting events, you hear this song. Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, which I think is right up there with Don't Stop Believing for just like rock anthems, sing along, shutting the bars down, or just getting the bars hype, I guess. Yeah, as soon as you hear, Tommy used to work on the docks. <laughs> Union's been on strike. He's down on, on his luck. It's tough. So tough. <laughs> I mean, it's just. There we go. Oh, no. Okay, and they're not all the way there. They're only half. <clears throat> yeah. My man had to hawk his six string guitar just to help pay for some hot meals and rent. That's what I'm calling love right there, man. It was a great song. A great yeah. pick. Definitely first round worthy. The next pick might not be next round worthy, first round worthy, but we're gonna go ahead and move on to Shine's first round pick. Man, you took the word round and not. I was gonna say the next pick is first round worthy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So I mentioned this in the original pod that never know my songs, my names, the titles, who sings them. uh, Out of my league when we do these things. So I went with straight name recognition and first pick knocking it out of the park was Love Shack. Which then produced a, a, a bunch of oh my gosh, I was going for that Bl- one. Blank stairs. <laughs> eyes, shifty eyes, and a bunch of heads. Oh man. I believe somebody mentioned Rock Lobster. <laughs> I definitely didn't a couple times. <laughs> I just think of Family Guy when I rock, <laughs> rock lobster. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad song. I just don't think it's in draft worthy. And I think you sing along to it and whatnot. But Shine, my question is: Do you like the song? Do I like the song? I like yeah. the song. Sure. Okay. Yes. All right. You like Love Shack better? That guy. That guy. That guy. Hold you don't say it every road. time you hear it. <laughs> it's 15 miles to the to the lot. You guys can't stop singing it now. It's that it's that catchy of a tune. Look, it's, it's a catch, it's a catchy song. It's kind of funny. The and video catch those cool. votes, J Cat. <laughs> With the next pick in the 80s song draft. J Cat, what did you pick? All right. So I went with what I believe is 
one of the most iconic songs um, of the 80s. Now, on purpose, I steered away from some of our bigger um, personalities in the 80s. They're like three artists that kind of dominated the 80s, I would say. I wanted to stay away from them and shine some light on, you know, some of the other artists because I think the 80s is so diverse and so deep. But I went with uh, just an absolute banger of a song. Uh, one of the greatest, like, you know, drum, like, you know, parts of a song that you'll ever hear. That is Phil Collins in the air tonight. And just. I can feel it coming in the tonight. And he's just sitting there racking on the drums and looking all like 80s and stuff. It, it's an unreal song. Like, absolutely great. True story. We used to pregame in college before we went out to Phil Collins. And this was always the last song before we went out. What's the hangover? Put Honestly, I probably wouldn't even know the song if it wasn't for the hangover. And then you just hear it now. And I don't know. Good song. I was I was very surprised by the pick at the time. Uh, the pop up video of it was great, like back in the day, because of the, like, the video. Yeah, like the uh, like the mystery about what it really is about and everything like that. So like, uh, there's some intrigue into the song as well. All right, I'm closing out the first round back to back picks. When it's Halloween time, you know it's close to midnight and something evil is lurking in the dark. Under the moonlight, you see a sight that almost stops your heart. You try to scream, but terror takes the sound before you make it. You start to freeze. As horror looks you right between the eyes. You're paralyzed. Because this is night. The song takes over Halloween. It exploded the music video scene. The dance choreography was top. I mean, maybe the best ever. Uh, the song rules. It's worthy of my first round pick and my number one pick. Cats, Vincent Price, Yellow Eyes. A laugh at the end of the video. with my second pick another rock anthem i think that goes right up there with journey bon jovi this 80s rock powerhouse group i enjoyed this band when i was younger along with their other hits hysteria animal photograph but you can't go to a bar without hearing and sing along singing along to this song take a bottle shake it up break the bubble break it up you all know the next lyric it is in the name of love so i uh, chose deaf leopards for some sugar on me just think of the guy with the one arm drumming like like jake has trying to talk about phil collins drumming he got a two arms son yeah and and he (laughs) ain't got nothing on joe elliott Man, you tie Philly C's arm behind his back, and he will out. He ain't Philly C. Philly C's the man. He still outswim Bo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my bad, Joe Elliott's Def, Def Leppard singer, Tony Kenning, is Def, Def Leppard's drummer. Moving along, we're back to you, Jcat, with your second pick. Uh, so coming in for my second pick. I went with uh, another 80s powerhouse rock band. Um, There could have been maybe some other songs that maybe people uh, like better than this one. Sometimes you got to realize where you are. Do you know where you are, baby? You're in the jungle. And Axel just takes it from there. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle, wonderful 80s anthem featured in the 90s movie, The Program, uh, the montage scene. Like, it's just outrageous. Just love the song, the energy, the passion that goes into it. So Welcome to the Jungle is definitely my favorite uh, GNR. 
um, song. With the next pick, Shine, your second pick. Again. An 80s song draft. Going on name recognition, essentially all by itself. Actually kind of surprised that it was still sitting here. Uh, went with Footloose, another 80s great. So back-to-back, Love Shack, Footloose. I'm thinking at this point, I have this draft wrapped up. Shine, what movie is that song from? Footloose. <laughs> Pretty quick answer. I was... Nice. That was a good yeah, one. Tremor. You almost tripped me up. I almost I thought, said... I thought you were uh, going to say Tremors. I almost said wow. Dirty Dancing. Huge song. It's a, it's a good pick. Uh, I think it's solely responsible for the uh, the ch- the picks that I have so far. Yeah, for some of I know of, yes. In our polls. I still don't think it's Kenny Loggins' best song, though. No, uh, Danger Zone. See, I didn't know that it was an 80s song. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I did. Not that I didn't know. It just kind of was a complete over look on my part. I, mean, and I, said, top, I, I love Top Gun. And I might be very unpopular in this, but... Um... Playing with the boys uh, is I've never wanted to play volleyball in blue jeans as much as I did. when I listened to that song. Like it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Shine's second pick. We're back to team Mar. <laughs> so team Mar's second pick is an iconic 80s hit and one of their favorite Michael Jackson songs, Billy Jean. The video of him lighting up the squares on the sidewalk and watching how he danced was amazing. By the way, the cover by Fall Out Boy and John Mayer on the guitar, really epic. Totally recommend it. So they chose Michael Jackson's Billy Jean. And we didn't have much to say other than I personally have way more Michael Jackson songs I would pick over that, even 80s ones. But I love yeah. it. It's a karaoke go-to for me. That's probably that and Bob Seger's Night Moves. Um, I will... Sing that over anything, karaoke. Birdo, next pick. I'm going to play six seconds of this opening riff. And you're just going to say, yep. If you hear that and you don't close your eyes in air guitar, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Like Your eyes have to be closed to pretend to do that slash guitar pick. So Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Uh, apparently it's about Axel's then girlfriend who he later married, Aaron Everly. That song is just straight fire. And that guitar rip at the beginning gets you hype every time. Guns N' Roses, how can you go wrong with those first two GNR picks for our Life's a Draft 80s song? I, I agree. It's a Sweet Child of Mine is fantastic song. Absolutely unreal. All right, so we're back to Catman's. Second pick. He's got back-to-back picks. This first one, he's a big fan of this group, 80s hair band. When they lost David Lee Roth, everybody thought the band would take a take a turn for the worse, but they didn't. Stepped up with Sammy Hagar. Was did Sammy Hagar ha- was he in jump or is it no? No, this okay. is Van Halen, not Van okay. Hagar. All right. So Van Halen's jump was Catman's pick. And I uh, threw out there, Panama is just as good. So, Panama. I always think it's super bad when they're doing the donuts in the cop car in the parking lot. And Bill Hader just goes, he like lips it, like mimes it. It's hilarious. McLovin. 
Yeah. That movie was unreal when it came out. So that was Catman's second round pick. Snaking around to his third round pick. I could not believe he picked this song. It's a huge song. Uh, remade by Weezer recently, a couple years ago, which I don't think is even close, but you hear the drums echoing tonight. <laughs> and Catman must have because he picked <laughs> Africa by Toto. Um, <laughs> huge favorite. <laughs> The absurdity of it now is even like more like as I've had time to stew on it. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's absurd that it got picked because it was definitely considered to be picked by me. But I Rob picking it is mind-blowing yeah, to me. That's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like like I don't see Rob on you know sitting like down and saying you know what I want to listen to Toto Africa tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Alberto, right, your third pick. This pick was later used as a. I guess background track. What do you call it? Sample. They sampled it, yeah. For Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby. It is Under Pressure by David Bowie and Queen. I'm assuming people know this song. I mean, it's just a great song, great opening line. But I think the part that I get the most hype to is This is our last dance. This is our last dance. This is ourselves. Under pressure. I don't know. Love that song. Don't got much to say about it other than that. Yeah, it's a good song. I was couldn't believe you picked it. I had it on my top of my list, top of my board. Next yeah, week. it's one one of those ones that may not necessarily pop right out at you, but if you think about it, like yeah, it's, it's like yeah. it's right there. All right, and with Team Mar, with their third pick, picked a huge. Can't believe this fell. To this late in the draft, but they decided to switch it up a little bit. And their next pick is a true diva and one of the best vocalists of all time. She broke out in the 80s with a huge set of pipes, and sadly, her life ended way too soon. Every Thanks, woman, Bobby Brown. <laughs> every woman can agree when they hear this song. They are ready to get out on the dance floor and dance with somebody. So, Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody was the third round pick of Team Mar. Great song. Unreal. Emily and I were like just cleaning up doing stuff and I had like a random playlist on Amazon and that same song came on and Emily was singing it. I don't know how she knows it, but she knew the words. I was like, you know this song? She's like, yeah, like, duh. Like, of course I do. I was like, well, good for you because the song is awesome. Yeah, yeah like, um, like this song uh, and obviously everyone knows, you know, Bodyguard, I, I Will Always Love You or whatever, but I think uh, from her 80s collection, I want to dance with somebody and how will I know? I don't think it gets better than those two songs. Oh, is that you know? the song you were talking about? How yeah. will I know? How not will great. I know if he really loves me? But not the greatest love of all. Uh, see, I, I I like Whitney's more upbeat type yeah, stuff I, too, you know what I mean? You know? True. But I want to dance with somebody smashes how will I know? But yeah, oh. great song. You're right. Neck and neck, man. Come on. Just depends on how you feel. <laughs> neck and neck, Footloose and Love Shack. Which which one do I pick first? None. <laughs> right, Somebody who listens to our podcast and has been on our podcast, I've only witnessed him dance once in my life, and that was at his own wedding. And apparently, he loves this song and movie. All right, Shine, you got your third pick. So my third pick actually was not more name recognition, but one that uh, I like. Michael Jackson, big fan of. His music, listen, uh, in terms of me listening to music, 
he'd be one that I chose. So I went with Man in the Mirror with my third pick. And suddenly we're at the lighthouse and it's last call. Yeah, it is a great song, man. MJ, man. King of pop. I don't make a day. No. Once in my Questions abound or whatever. You're not supposed to like him, I, I guess, but I do. J-Cat, your third pick. Yeah, my third pick um, kind of flipped it a little now. bit. Yeah. Boom, boom. You are now listening to It's Cool to Go Solo, but It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. Boom, boom, boom. It Takes Two to Make it Out of Sight. Yo, my name is Rob. I got a real funky concept. Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. This snuck in by two years, like 1988 release, but man. I waffled over what like hip hop R and B like I yeah I could have done like you know New Edition um, Candy Girl uh, could have done oh, I was on my list too yeah like Public Enemy uh, we had NWA in there obviously Beastie Boys Paul Revere um, Fight for Your Right but I was mesmerized by It Takes Two when I was just a little chubber back in the trailer park so it got uh, got the nod yeah I always just think of the skating rink I just mm-hmm. shuffle skating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have like, I don't know, years ago when I first got my Mac, I would just mess around on GarageBand and cut, like, I uh, make ringtones. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the songs I hit. So this is a song when my wife calls me. <laughs> so yeah, solid, solid song, J Cat. Didn't know if it would be picked, honestly. I don't know if I would have ne- made my list, my top five, but I, I was surprised it was picked. Yeah, I kind of went, like, I wanted to include a couple different genres, and that was, like, the number one in my uh, rap slash R&B genre. With my next two picks, in the third round, in 2007, internet memes were up and coming, and this next song and video turned it all upside down. When you wanted to watch something bizarre or funny or outrageous on the internet, You'd click a link to see what you want to watch, you know, like like one does. But sometimes you got Rick Rolled, where you would be taken to the video for this song. Rick Astley's never going to give you up. This deep voice English Ginger's hit is still popular today. <laughs> Kids know it. It's it's a monster song. Like I, never going to give, never going to give, never going yeah. to give, never going to let you down. Never gonna run around and desert you. And to be fair, Together Forever is not a bad follow-up song. But I, I read something about how he didn't, like, doesn't love Never Gonna Give You Up just because, like, he didn't write it or something. So he doesn't feel like a personal connection to it. But I don't know. He's got to be raking in some royalties for that song because even 40 years later, no, more than that. Yeah, I don't know, 30-some, 40-some years later, it's just a mega hit. And my fourth pick... Roberto said it may be the best fourth round pick in Life's of Draft history. This next song was actually written to be in the Karate Kid fighting montage scene. But instead, they used, you're the best. <laughs> but alas, that is not what I'm picking. So instead, they used this next song, which was this soon-to-be juggernaut from Rocky Three. When you want to train, work out, or get pumped up, you put on Eye of the Tiger by Survivor to get yourself ready. And I don't think anything else needs to be said. But when that dent, 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 dent hits, you just know what's going to happen. You just get 
you just sweat instantly. Yeah. <laughs> sweat from your brow. Rising but, up, back on the street. Yeah, great song. At this point in time, I'm just, I absolutely love my team. It's heat. It just, it's straight fire. Jcat, we're back to you. Fourth round pick. If you were in a phone booth and somebody told you, hey, man, I need to get the 80s on the phone. What number are you going to dial? And it's just that simple because we all know it's eight six seven five three zero nine eight six seven five three zero nine. Jenny, Jenny, who can, who can I turn I? to? Uh, Tommy Two Tone, eight six seven five three zero nine. Amazing! Like so many people have had to change their phone number if they have, uh, you know, had to have that as their phone number. It's great. It's a little name Tommy Two-Tone. Tommy Two-Tone is the worst name. Yeah. I was talking to somebody today about it. Like, so I had Jesse's girl and 8675309, like, basically lumped um, together. Like, I wanted to draft one of those, but I just had a better intro for, you know, 8675309 in my mind. Because Jesse's girl is also pretty skeevy, like – you know, if one of my like best friends was macking on my chick, I was like, no, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to have this. At least this skeevy guy's getting her number off, like, you know, a restroom wall. So I talked to our boy, Rich G today. I was texting the links. He was sending me back songs we should have picked. And in all caps, he put back Jesse's girl. I was like, yeah. So you might yeah, have had I, his pick. It's Yeah, but those, they're so, they're just similar for me in that, you know. Plus, I never watched General Hospital, so. Yeah, good song. Solid pick, J-Cat. So we're back to Shine with your fourth-round pick. Yeah, and at this point, you guys were all riding me pretty hard, which I'm used to and okay (laughs) with. So I decided just to throw, you know, basically take the control of the airplane and just nosedive it straight into the ground. And I picked Born in the USA with my fourth pick. And then we promptly discussed how... And then we had a history lesson by J. Cat. <laughs> yeah. So long, you know, long story short, I won't bore everybody with how we know this or whatever, but Born in the USA is a protest song about the Vietnam War. It is not the patriotic song or patriotic song that a bunch of morons um, think it is. Um, it very clearly states um, opposition towards uh, the conflict in um, Vietnam because it was never officially announced as a war by the United States government. So, but to be fair, it's a solid song. So the next pick after that was team more. And with their fourth pick, they're going to call out a great eighties duet. He was a favorite in the eighties and partnered with this amazing vocalist called the bad girl of rock and roll. Such a great song. They couldn't think of anyone who wouldn't agree. Eddie money with Ronnie Spector. Take me home, home tonight. tonight. I don't, don't want to let you go to the Hit it, shine. Just like. No. <laughs> Ronnie said. <laughs> yeah, good song. So that was another, yeah. another big hit. Another big song by the Team Mar. Um, mm-hmm. We all know where the, the good picks are coming from. Speaking of ringtones, my first ringtone when I got my first flip phone. <laughs> Was Eddie Money two tickets to paradise paid like five ninety nine for like you know, twenty five seconds of the worst quality sound you could ever hear? 
but you knew what it was when you heard it. Was it? Wait, was it the song with lyrics, or was it like the MIDI file where it was like? Meow, 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 That's exactly meow, meow, yeah. Meow. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot yeah, it was then, that song. Back then, there were no words. You know what I mean? But True. she took it to paradise. Is another solid Eddie Money song. You were you were in the middle of a game of snake, and someone would call you, and you'd be like, "Oh." Hey. All right. So when I used to work at the Rusty Rudder, right, <laughs> I would go up to the base center bathroom, and I would go to the bathroom. I'd take a deucer, and I would be there for thirty minutes playing Snake on my phone, taking a deucer. <laughs> That was a solid game. It was great. I stole so much money from the Rusty Rudder. 30-minute boot break is great. <laughs> All right, Birdo. My fourth round pick was Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. And I'll just give you a few lyrics right here. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all my years have gone by. Turn around. But that's not the part that really gets me. The part that I love is, well, not I love, but just hitching the feels. Once upon a time, I was falling in love, but now I'm only falling apart. There's nothing I can do. A total eclipse of the heart. But I think this song, I love this song so much because of the movie Old School, when it's played a Frank Attack Tank's wedding reception, it's <laughs> a hard smile. Like, it just makes me laugh every time. Because they because sprinkle in some curse words and stuff, so it makes it do, like more rocky. It just they do add some new words to the song that, and then Will Ferrell's face when he hears it the first time just kind of like looks around with his eyebrows. <laughs> it's so funny! I love it. I mean, when we inevitably do the seventies draft, Dust in the Wind quite possibly could be picked. Although it's <laughs> not Kansas's best song, but it, it's <laughs> not Kansas's best Ferrell. song, but it's a banger though. Yeah, but. Carry on my wayward son. So you're telling me I should start listening to seven yeah. on seven, dude? Yes, there's yeah, so definitely. many good songs. I don't. I flip. I think we had to talk too on the lot on, on the original pod. I just. I think I always flip through the seventies. I like the sixties and the eighties. Kind of. Yeah, I was talking about Jimmy uh, Johnny Rivers, like uh, Secret Agent Man, and Welcome Back to the Poor Side of Town. Like those are bangers, man. I just think of like sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows <laughs> for like the sixties. That's probably like the 50s or 40s. Dang, man. Oh, um, the 60s are awesome. I mean, you got the Beatles, too, so live from Shea Stadium. All right, well, with the f- his fourth pick and last two picks of the draft, Catman, coming out of left field, picked a Madonna song and probably her best one, but he chose Madonna like a prayer. Just like a prayer. I'm going to take you there. Outrageous. And who is the gentleman locked up who eventually turns in to Jesus. Leon! Tommy <laughs> Shep Shepard, baby. I had no idea. I remember you telling the story. And I couldn't. I still had no idea. Still had no idea. <laughs> and I remember Bo's face. It was like expressionless. Man. It's like, great. dude, Leon's the man. Leon keep, keeps coming up somehow. <laughs> so that was kind of pick. And Jake, Hatt, I have no like zero ties to this song. So if you want to go ahead and talk about Catman's fifth pick, the Enigma himself, Prince, oh, Purple Rain. I never meant to cause you any sorrow. I never meant to cause you any pain. Prince, challenge him. Dude can change his name to a symbol and then back to Prince. One of the most talented p- people in the history of music. 
slash the world. He played every single instrument on every single like studio album he ever had. Unbelievable baller, just great. But Purple Rain is amazing. That whole album is amazing. Uh, the premise of the movie is ridiculous, but um, Prince is great. And then Darius Rucker does an insane cover of Purple Rain. Not, not better than Prince, but right up there. But man, you cannot go wrong with Purple Rain, man. Minneapolis kid, crushed velvet suit. You know he didn't get that shirt from the men's department. He purified the waters of Lake Minnetonka. The Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Big Cat, look up Adam Levine's version of Purple Rain at Howard Stern's 60th birthday. Oh, I have no, I have no doubt that's going to be fire too. It's well known and popular. All right. Well, I am going to listen to that, but not now because you'll lose me in a trance. So we're back to Berto with his last pick. When my mom was talking about songs to draft, she mentioned this was one of her first songs, and I said, "Don't worry, mom. I already picked it." So, a song that I absolutely love from a movie that I absolutely love called "The Breakfast Club" from 1985 by Simple Minds. And it goes along with a quote and it kicks in at the right moment where Judd Nelson raises his fist in the air in somewhat victory. Um, this is a letter written to Mr. Vernon. You see us as you want to see us in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each of one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Bum, 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 bum. Don't, Don't you. Don't Forget about me. Don't, 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 don't. Sometimes I just look this shine, and I can't imagine what's going through his head. He literally has no connection to any song ever, it looks like, other than Rudolph Reiner's Reindeer by no. DMX. <laughs> like, Either that or, like, the Bulls, like, you know, that's about the only song that is connected to him. Bobby sings after every pick. That's true. It's not, man. It's like there. It's just there. You have to. That's why I'm shaking my head. He's yeah, not I'm a good singer. I know he's a good singer. True. He knows not that too. A good singer. Uh, truth be told, no one is listening told. through this whole podcast. With at least without maybe Ethan Welling. But that's the only person in this world that's going to listen through this whole podcast without at least fast forwarding it once through Bobby singing. That's messed up, Sean. That's <sighs> messed up. I mean, my picks are bad, and your songs and singing are right up there. I disagree strongly. <laughs> this pod made me stay up till one a.m. listening to eighty songs. Like I couldn't, Spotify I couldn't go to bed. Playlist retro prom, dude. It's pretty. It's pretty fire. I couldn't go to bed. I found probably ten or twelve more songs that I like for somehow bricked on, and I was like, "What? What am I doing with my life?" Save them. Don't I worry. Need, I need the list. I'm gonna be in the car a lot tomorrow. Someone needs to like forward that. Eighties or eights, huh? Yeah, hey, Eric will. Eric will make the playlist on Spotify, Sean, so you can actually listen to all these songs that were picked. I know. We've done it before in the past, and I listened to them. You know? I still have For licensing is right, we, we can't get Love Shack on there. I couldn't is remember who Eric that does it or <laughs> Dilts. I hope it's uh, not. 
sometimes there's not like the same. <laughs> I'm sure that one is though. All right, moving on. Team Mar with their last pick. She said another epic lady vocalist from the 80s will round out the, her amazing picks. When you hear this song, you can't help but start singing and smiling. I think the Britney Spears version. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll is a huge 80s hit. True. It's a good song. Stomping your feet. Bro, bro. So, bro, you, don't lie. You think of things that you're saying. I love, I love Rocky Road. Yes, 100%. But I. <laughs> these things that you're saying after uh, the picks, are they direct quotes from Amanda? Yes. Okay. Because she just said my picks. Just wondering how we're going to give Beaumar any credit for these five selections. Oh, we won't. Because he sat there on the couch the whole time behind her. I think he chimed in with whatever the third pick was. He did. He got excited after like one Whitney of them. Houston or something. He's like, yeah, we should pick this. No, <laughs> he was telling yeah. us she should have picked Eye of the Tiger. Is what he was saying. Before you. Yeah, he was but he movie. also probably didn't even think about Eye of the Tiger until it was drafted. He was in the <laughs> trance. Like Hail to the Redskin was Redskins was released in like you know the fifties, so that's the only song he might know. All right, Shine, round out your draft. So my fifth and final selection to my All Star cast was Summer of '69, which did not come out in 1969. Yeah, wait a minute, for real? I don't remember that you picking that. Yeah, yeah, I got I got it on my list, man. I think I zoned out after breakfast. I party. left it off my draft board because I picked it in the summer's draft, summer mm-hmm. jams draft. And I was like, ah, I just, all right. So J cat, your fifth and final pick. Jake, I know you're not, sorry to interrupt. I know you're not a wrestling fan, but Catman went back me up with this. It, CM Punk, who's like a huge wrestling. Mm-hmm. Fan. Yeah. This has been his theme music for a while. Forever. It, it, for after, yeah. it bangs that the riff, the guitar riff on it is yeah. fire. There's nothing more eighties in this video. My man is wearing, basically a body glove wrestling singlet as he's like flying around on stage singing like it's unreal look into my eyes what do you see i am the cult of personality (laughs) Uh, ridiculous song uh i listened to this five times in a row after we ended the podcast the other night this is a great song uh you know uh living color it, it was just one hit wonder basically, but this thing just slaps. It goes hard. It's so eighties. If you watch the video and I, I think this was like an 88 release. So it like you know, snuck in by a couple years, but man, this song is just, I, I love it. I'm probably going to listen to it five more times when we end tonight. Good pick. I, I didn't even have it on my list. Never, never came across it. I think it's a solid song though. All right. And with my last pick, in the 80s draft, when you hear the first few chords of this Norwegian band's hit, you know you've been struck with an 80s hit. The black and white video was like someone's sketches coming to life. I think it's called rotoscoping. And it was awesome in the 80s. It's still awesome today. One of my favorite songs I chose, Take On Me by AHA. When you hear that... <laughs> And it's just, uh, it's one of my favorite songs. Oh, yeah. Don't have other much else to say about it, but that was the 80s song draft. We, very hard to make a decision. I'm going to now read Dilts. 
is picks. Diltz sent a couple, picked five songs, and I'm going to read his songs. First one is Metal Health, Bang Your Head by Quiet Riot. About to do something awesome, insane. Are you at a climatic point in a movie where it's about to get real? Are you in the middle of a montage? This song will get you through that. A literal headbanger from start to finish. That was his first song. He missed it. I don't know what that is. Next one was, I drafted this, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Uh, I'm not going to read what he said, but just total awesome song. He also had Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News on his list. His next song, we did not have one of their songs, which I was can't believe. Um, I would have chose Back in Black, but there are just so many hit songs by ACDC. But he chose Shoot the Thrill, which I just think mm. of Iron Man when a little mitt and a little rockets come oh, out. Oh, like, shoot, shoot the Thrill! Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. But he said, for the best album of all time, any song could be in the slot from the Back in Black album, but this is a certified Sir Dilts of Fire all-time favorite. This album is also amazing simply because they busted this out after losing their original frontman, Bon Scott, and a tragic death. If anyone picks this song, give them 100 times the guilty points because I haven't loved this song. And his last song was Send Me an Angel by Real Life. Send me an angel. I don't know what Ooh, that is. That's such a great song. Oh, he said I this is just a unique song. sound. That now is a classic keyboard riff. Not sure if mm -hmm. I've ever met anyone who hates this song. I have to look it up right now. That's a great song. It's is. such a great song. Send me an angel. Does the sound right awesome? It, 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 well, I'm singing it, so it probably not done. <laughs> it really is good, though. All right, so that was the 80s draft along with Diltz's picks. We had so many honorable mentions that we are going to skip those and – just in case or in the probability that we're going to do a volume two of the 80s songs draft. So before we close out with closes for the win, the results from that, we're going to talk about our worst songs and Catman's was Devo whip it. He just said it it's awful. <laughs> Birdo, did you have a worse song? I said, I can't stand love shack down under. I come from a land down under and <laughs> This song is the ultimate creep perv song that I, I, I hate this song. Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. It is disgusting. Sexual Healing is the jam. Remixed by Maximilian? Right. True. Maximilian? So Team Mar... For worst songs, they said anything by the B-52s, which is basically Love Shack, Rock Lobster, and Lady in Red. <laughs> Shine, did you have a worst 80s song? I know originally I passed on this, but I'm actually going to add uh, Super Freak by Rick James. <laughs> I was like, I know every time that song is on the radio, I like, can't turn it off fast enough. I'm like, I don't know. I don't like it either. Jake Hat. Okay, so originally, originally I had these three, and I'm going to name them real quick. But I thought of like the absolute worst one. And you guys, if you don't agree or if you never heard it, do yourself a favor and listen to it, and then burn the copy of it. Is it so the, 99 Luft balloons, but in the like foreign language? No, I don't think it's that bad, but... that's a great song. I'm sorry, I'll never say that's a bad song. Nah, but um, so <laughs> my first one was the Super Bowl Shuffle by the 1985 Chicago Bears. <laughs> Uh, my second one was Party All the Time by Eddie Murphy, produced by Rick James. 
Look, I love Eddie Murphy. He's a talented guy, but that song is whiny and stupid. And if your girlfriend wants to party all the time, she's probably not your girlfriend and you're the side dude. And then <laughs> Bette Midler, Wind Beneath My Wings, featured in the movie Beaches, is terrible. But there is no worse 80s song than Tony Basil. Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow by my hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Oh, Mickey, you're so pretty. You don't understand when you take me by the heart, when you take me by the hand. It's now in my brain, and I will not stop singing it for a week, but it's freaking terrible. No, it's catchy. She's whiny yeah. and high pitched, but do yourself a favor Weird Al's Ricky, I Love Lucy parody. Yeah, it's, it gets gold. Uh, my worst song, which just happens to be, no joke, one of my wife's top three favorite songs. Whenever it comes on, she like turns it up and I just cringe and want to leave the room. But oh my gosh, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. Well, Tracy I Chapman's Fast Car. hate this song so She like mumbles and when it picks up, it's not that bad when it kind of like the, the guitar picks up and like crescendos or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's not good and i can't stand it i i was so excited when i saw that it was actually came out in 88 and that was or late 80s or whatever it was i oh it's hating right now i'm mad i gotta like listen to something else so i can get that song out of my heads god i love that song i absolutely love that song so do other people all right so we're going to talk about the results for closest for the win i'm just going to read the clues in case anybody wants to play along at home and take a guess what the answers are but number one was, it was a little abstract, a little out there, but uh, my mom used to tell me that when I was a baby, I would watch MTV and always approach the TV when the song Don't You Want Me by The Human League came on. And just to confirm, she told me this again last night. She was like, I bet nobody picked, you probably don't even know the song Don't You Want Me Baby by Human League. I'm like, yeah, I talked about it. There was actually a question about it. What are you talking about? Like, I haven't heard the story 20 times. I love the song. So it was a big hit on MTV, and I was born on July 7th, 1981. Assuming I saw it the day it reached number one, according to songfacts.com, how many days old was I when I saw that video? Okay. Eric, I have all the guesses written down if you want me to say them. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say the okay. answer. <laughs> but it was JCAP uh, came closest. The correct answer was 361 days, so it was out almost a year uh, when it hit number one. My guess was Number, 307. That's what it was. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Number two, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley is the song video used for the internet craze known as Rick Rolling. This is when you would click a link and it would take you to the Rick Astley video instead of what you thought you were going to see. What year did this phenomenon start? I kind of spoiled this earlier. I did throw that in my description of the song, but it came out in 2007 and Team Mar. Got the doubler, the bonus point, because they got it right on, right. They got the correct answer. Number three was, how many times does the band AHA say, take on me in the song, take on me? And Birdo, you got this, you were closest for the win. I think you said 15, but the correct answer was actually 21 times. Take on me. Number four, Michael Jackson's Thriller is five minutes and 55 seconds on Spotify. However, when the music video first came out, how long was the John Landis directed video? And it was long. We all know it like broke the mold for music videos back in the day. But Shine was correct. He guessed 11 minutes something. 
But the correct answer was actually 13 minutes and 43 seconds. It's a long video. And the last one, number five, right before we started recording, I checked how many streams on Spotify did Don't Stop Believing have. And Birdo, you always, you were really, really close, but he guessed 1.3 billion and it was 1,332,471,180 streams. So Birdo got two points and added to the total for closest for the win. So those were the results. Before we wrap up this, a little bit different, but I think it played out pretty well. Draft, I think we did a good summary of what we did and I still had fun doing it. So our closing thoughts and I hope you enjoyed the episode a little bit different, like I said, but we didn't want to recreate the actual draft because like the emotions wouldn't have been authentic. You don't, you don't guys, the audience doesn't know. The listeners don't know how hard it is when you to narrow down your draft board to pick a song and they don't know the feeling of like a pick getting snatched, like right before it's your turn, like you know, Michael Jordan or under pressure, or, honestly, Wayne Gretzky. Stand a lot. It's just, it's brutal. Let's just do some closing thoughts. So, Shine, I know you're quiet on this draft. Music's not your thing. I always kind of forget about it, but I just think of songs all the time. And I always want to draft them. So, no, it was a, it was good. It, it, it's like a learning experience for me almost in, in one regard. And in the other, we pick lots of different topics and there's going to be lots of different topics to come. And in the end, I just got to kind of, dig deeper than most probably to come up with what my draft is but and it shows in the picks apparently but we'll see i think i'm doing okay out of the gate so surprise you have a good attitude though if you don't complain about it you just roll with the punches and do your thing and that's that's what i like about you shine thanks birdo that man his only comment was his list were all bangers <laughs> that was his closing <laughs> thought. Team Mar, Amanda said, thanks again for letting her be a guest. She loves anything to do with music and it was lots of fun. She'd be more than happy to come back on a follow-up. Definitely 80s episode or any other music episode. So, and that's probably like my biggest reason for like, I can't believe that I forgot to record the episode. I just kept on thinking about it was Amanda's first podcast and it's gone. And I was like, lost in, but lost there was a time back in college when she slapped me. So if she listens to this, that might've been <laughs> karma right across the face. Like, my karma ran over my dog. Right across the face. The slap wasn't warranted. Oh, very warranted. Okay. Then, then it's not karma. <laughs> J-Cat. I said this before uh, when we closed last time, I truly believe the 1980s is the best decade of music we've ever had. Now, I want to preface that with saying that it may not be the most influential. It may not, you know, be, uh, you know, it sowed seeds for everything else. But if you look at the 80s and how, like, we blossomed musically, it's amazing. You got new wave, techno, R&B, rap metal i didn't even go into all the country stuff in the 80s that we could have gone into like the 80s is unreal it is saturated with just freaking bangers i had so much fun doing this draft um had so much fun after the draft and had even more fun now doing our you know our second little uh mini pod or whatever so i put my vote in for a round two i think it'll be great 
Before we wrap up, Bert, I'll come to you in a second. I, I usually don't have a closing thought, but I do want to say that I think my team's absolute fire. I could listen to every song without skipping it. Now, do I think some of the other teams are really good? Yes, I, I really do. I think it's a solid draft from everybody, except I'm not hating on Shine anymore. His, there's some questionable. Love Shack is questionable, but the other songs are not that bad. But a few early comments have mentioned how hard it has been to choose a team. So the early voting has me salty. But as of this moment, right now, so this is kind of there's a there's one person that's kind of well ahead, but everybody else is tied for second. Who's with well the same ahead? Amount of votes. He ain't say, first or I'm last. I say who it is, but yeah, say it. I'm so they'll like, give a little sneak uh, peek for the listeners. Nah. But it's probably like three or four votes ahead. Not not a whole lot of votes yet. About half of what we usually get. So we still got a long way to go. But I do want to read one comment because this guy always brings the heat. I'll save his other part for next week. He always gives his cup check of the week. This is Shine's boy, Corbin B. I don't know who he is, but I'm assuming he listens. I love his comments. Glad he puts the time in. But the cup check of the week goes to, well, this is tough because we have a bunch of quality choices this week. So if anybody's in arm's reach of arm's reach of shine, just give them a cup check to keep them honest. Good work this week, everybody. So <laughs> he's like I said, his other comments are good too. But as of this moment, I think hopefully the listeners and voters use their brains and choose a team that's worthy of a vote. Closing thoughts, Birdo, what do you got? Well, you, you said this a little bit. I'm going to word it differently. It is very hard to draft and know what to say when you pick something because all week you kind of think of what you want to say, but sometimes you don't get to pick that song or that pick. But out of my like list, I had like maybe eight or so songs highlighted. Like I want these songs, and I got four of them. Like four are on my team, so I'm very happy with my team. I love each song on my team. They all kind of have like some sort of meaning to me in some way. So I think all the teams are really good except one. I, you know what? You're, you're wrong. It's not that bad, but it ain't good. Um, <laughs> and I always leave you with a Bible verse. I'm leave you with Luke one thirty seven. That's going to do it for another episode of Life's a Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe to the podcast, and thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out the website where you can vote, see episode-specific artwork, and find all our draft results. The link is at the bottom of the voting and our Facebook page.